Hey everybody, Chris Harry with you on a brand new episode of Chargers Weekly, a special edition. So last week, head coach Brandon Staley spoke at an exclusive Select-A-Seat event as season ticket members were getting ready to choose their seats for SoFi Stadium in the fall. It's about a 25-minute conversation. We covered a lot of ground, and it's all in this week's podcast. And if you're interested in season tickets, you want to go to chargers.com slash tickets slash season dash tickets as little as $50 per game, and obviously some big opponents this year, the NFC East coming to town, AFC North coming to town, the Patriots, and of course that extra game against the Minnesota Vikings. So without further ado, here's head coach Brandon Staley. We got you, coach. How you doing? We got you. How's everything? Everything's great. How are you? Hey, man, it's it's such a pleasure to have you here. Uh, Let's just start with this. What have the last couple of months been like for you? They've been really exciting for the Staley family. Uh, they've gone by really fast. Uh, you know, sometimes you just you pinch yourself because how much time has really gone by. Um, but th- that means, you know, that means that things are, are going well because the faster things go, um, that means that you're enjoying it. And uh, it's been an, it's been a privilege and honor, you know, every day that I've been here. Um, there's been a lot of work going on with our coaching staff and um, you know, our personnel department, you know, free agency, getting ready for the draft and, you know, getting ready for the off season. Um, and it's been awesome to get to meet all the people that make this organization so special. It's awesome. Well, Hey, before we get to football, we're just talking about this stadium. You're no stranger to SoFi stadium. You're just changing locker rooms. I remember the first time I walked in there last August and I, I felt like I was stepping into like a game of Madden. Uh, you have like this reaction. That you're never going to forget when you walk in that stadium. What was it like for you specifically walking onto the field for the first time? Yeah, you know, we scrimmaged in, in the stadium during uh, preseason. So we got kind of a glimpse of it before we actually, you know, played Dallas in that opener. So I think to go in it for the first time. You know, I think it's, it's such a great fit for, for Los Angeles. I think it, it's made for Super Bowls, for, for Olympics. It, it's truly a spectacle. Uh, and I think, you know, the other thing um, that I think uh, expressed itself early is that it's a great place to watch a game, too. There's not a bad seat in the house. And I think right. you know, I kind of run the stairs uh, before, you know, practices or, or some of the games. And I think when you go up top, you just it's a great view uh, no matter where you are. And uh, all the natural light, it's just um so, so remarkable. And, uh, you know, I know that we're excited to, to be a big part of it. How important is it for you when you start to, to build this team? And we talk about the second year, you get fans in the stands. How important is a venue like SoFi Stadium in terms of home field advantage and really giving the players a, a state of the art experience and a place to call home? Yeah, I think a home field is what you're after. And I think in a city like Los Angeles, one of the great sports cities in the world, uh, to have a venue where you can create a true home field advantage, um, you know, it's an entertainment capital of the world, too. That venue is going to attract um, a lot of the premier people in all walks of, walks of life. And and hopefully, you know, I think with the product that we're going to put on the field, there's going to be a lot to root for. So when you put that stadium with the type of fan base um, that we have uh, that we're capable of having, I think you put all that together and you just you're going to have an, an, an incredible place to watch a game and an incredible, incredible place for us to compete. No question. So when we talk about this football team, I I think an obvious starting point may be the quarterback, Justin Herbert. Coach, what impressed you about Justin from afar last year? And now that you've had an opportunity to meet him a little bit and and spend some time, what impresses you even more now? 
there's a lot to be impressed with. I think his poise, his command, I think, um, you know, caught a couple games in the locker room and the way this guy played in two minute, bringing his team back. I think that's a, you know, a, a trait of all championship quarterbacks, how you play at the end of games. And I think the way he was able to bring his team back so often, um, I think was just an amazing sign for him. And then um, just even how he was thrust into that position, um, you know, before his first start, I just think that he handled that so well. And then I think to meet a lot of his teammates over the last several months, the way they feel about him, you know, a rookie being able to step in under those circumstances, the respect that he's earned uh, with all of his teammates, not just offensive players, but defensive players as well, guys that have played a long time. Um, you know, I think that he just has a really refreshing way about him, um, a humility about him, a work ethic. Um, he's one of the guys. And then, you know, all the things physically that a lot of people are, you know, know about just his size, arm strength, mobility, um, how sharp he is mentally. Um, you know, he's so sharp and he's always trying to get better. He, this game means a lot to him. So there's a lot to like about him and probably as much to like as man, he's just at the beginning. So, um, you know, hopefully we can uh, improve his game even more. And Co- coach, you know how difficult it is in this league to prepare for a season, yet alone a game, and especially as a rookie, to have really no off-season program, to have everything virtual, and for him to pick things up. And really, you know, we talk about him elevating the play of guys like Keenan Allen and Mike Williams and Austin Eckler, but guys like Tyron Johnson and, and Jalen Guyton and Donald Parham, guys that he was playing with at training camp. What does it say about a guy that can come in and do all of that in his first year? Yeah, the definition of leadership is do you make other people better? Uh, do you make the people around you better? Do you elevate their performance? And can you connect with a lot of different types of people? You know, that's another thing I think that's a defining characteristic of leadership. And I think the way that Justin goes about it is so exciting um, because none of it's manufactured. He's so authentic. And I think that um, that's what people appreciate about him so much. And I think that now that he's at the beginning and, and he's been able to um, compete at this level and, and produce at this level, um, I think it, it's only going to give him more confidence. You know, with any type of a player in the NFL, confidence is so important for him to have been able to play like that. I think, you know, you know that he belongs. And, and at the same time, um, all the good players know that there's so much work to be done because there's a lot that each, each, each guy can improve on. And that's kind of how Justin's wired. Uh, and that's why he's been so much fun to work with so far. Offensively, I mentioned a guy like Keenan Allen, one of the best route runners in the league. You got Mike Williams, the, the jump ball guy. Uh, you bring in a guy like Jared Cook in free agency, 22 touchdowns over the last three seasons. And then we'll get to the offensive line, but just the weapons around Justin. What do you like from the guys who were here last year and then bringing in a guy like Jared, who has not only uh, the veteran experience, 12 years in the league, but was with Coach Lombardi uh, in New Orleans? Yeah, you mentioned a lot of really good players there, a lot of weapons. And I know that having to defend Keenan and Mike when I was in the division with, you know, with those guys in Denver yeah. and then talking to people around the league, um, you know, Keenan Allen, uh, you know, I was just with one of the best guys in the, the league, Jalen Ramsey. And the respect that a guy like Keenan Allen has within the league um, is just remarkable. His production since he's come into the league, he's just get he gets better and better. Uh, he can run the route tree outside, inside. Um, he can beat press. He's a clutch player, third down red area. Uh, he's just a complete player. And then, you know, the guy that I'm so excited to coach is Mike Williams. I think this guy is so talented. He's got so much stuff outside the numbers. I think that there's still a lot more inside of him that we can bring out. Um, but, you know, this guy is one of the elite deep players um, in the league, uh, being able to um, access the deep part of the field. And I think, um, you know, he is a guy that I'm really looking forward to coaching 
Um, just a big bodied guy that's a really smooth athlete um, and a big playmaker. I mean, he can really get you the explosives uh, and a big target. And then, like you said, being able to, you know, onboard uh, Jared Cook, a guy that's so familiar with our offense, a guy that's been that stood the test of time in this league, that's still producing at a high level. Um, the type of professional he is, he comes from a lot of winning organizations. You know, he's been with Green Bay, been with New Orleans. Um, this guy's played a lot of elite football. And then that's not even counting, uh, you know, our running back group with Austin Eckler. I mean, what a dangerous player, you know, having to prepare for him. Dangerous runner, dangerous receiver. Um, you know, we got the young runners, Justin Jackson, Josh Kelly. Um, and then, you know, you mentioned this, you know, the two young receivers, you know, um, Jalen Guyton, T. Billy. I mean, these guys can roll. I mean, they're yeah. four three. These guys are have elite deep speed. And I just know as a, you know, as a coach having to prepare, you know, when you have that many weapons on one team, um, there's a lot to prepare for. So um, we're excited uh, because we also know that we have a quarterback that can get it to him. You mentioned Cook. 19 tight ends coach in 2009 were drafted. He's the last one standing. I mean, when you talk about longevity and, and experience, he's going to bring it to the offense. And then across the offensive line, let's start with the all-pro center, Corey Lindsley. You guys brought him over from the Packers, uh, a guy who spent seven seasons with a Hall of Famer in Aaron Rodgers. You know him from your time in Chicago. I believe you played against him when you were with the Broncos and the Rams. Mm. What makes Corey Lindsley such a special player? Well, I think you go back all the way to Ohio State, you know, being a captain there, uh, playing at one of the elite programs in, the, in in college football, and then, you know, becoming the center at Green Bay uh, with one of the great quarterbacks, certainly of our lifetime, uh, a winning team, you know, a team that's in the hunt every single year, um, and then really being the anchor of a really good offensive line. He's been a part of, you know, a lot of really good offensive lines there, uh, and then being able to, you know, be in that uh, quarterback center relationship with Aaron uh, and, and, and having a front row seat to that and being such a big part of it. Uh, I know having faced him so many times, uh, what he brings to the table in the run game, in the pass protection game, his leadership and command in the huddle. Um, and that quarterback center relationship is so vital to your success. And if you really believe in being strong up the middle, um, then Corey Lindsley's a, a great place to start. And, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm happy that he's playing for us because I haven't had a very good record against him, you know, and certainly uh, <laughs> he, he knocked us out this year and played a really good game. And we knew going into it what a great player he is. And now I'm excited that we can team up. Especially a guy who, who spent so much time with Aaron Rodgers and you bring him over a, a quarterback in his second season. We know how intelligent Justin is, but I don't think it could be overstated having that quarterback center relationship like you mentioned and, and getting them on the same page this offseason and beyond is going to work wonders for the offense yeah that synergy is so important because those two guys are probably responsible for solving all the problems that the defenses you know present to you so when you've got two guys like that that have that type of command that type of capacity you know you you can solve a lot of problems and and so and you can't understate uh the leadership that both of those guys will permeate to, to the rest of our group. You know, uh, Corey certainly in the front, and then Justin with our skill players. Uh, it's certainly a, a really good place to start on offense. And then Ode Abushi from Detroit and uh, Matt Filer from the Steelers. Uh, again, I look at Filer, a guy who played with Ben Roethlisberger and a guy who's never had a losing season. So th that winning attitude, when you're building a culture that's centered around winning. It's good to have guys with experience, not only with Hall of Fame players like Big Ben, but winning organizations like the Steelers. That's that's exactly it. And, and this guy's got tackle flex. This guy's played right tackle. He went in there to left guard, completely changed his stance, you know, to get on the left side and go inside. 
um, and, you know, having it be in a really tough division, you know, with with Baltimore, um, you know, those guys, uh, you know, there was a lot of you know good football being played. So you get to see him compete uh, at a high level. And and I think those guys that you mentioned, Chris, um, you know, even Brian Balaga, Brian Balaga, you know, uh, Corey, uh, Matt, they all come from winning programs. So the expectations are high. They know what good looks like. And when you're building something, you want to join up with guys like that. Jared Cook, he's used to being around uh, some of the best players in the league and being in the playoffs and competing for championships every single year. And so when you're at the beginning of something, you want to team up with people like that. And Ode Abushi, I think this guy's really underrated. This guy played really well last year. Yeah. Uh, this guy's just coming into his own. Um, sometimes it takes a little longer for players. And this guy, you know, I think is just beginning um, – you know, his prime as an NFL player. And we're really excited about those guys on our offensive line. And coach, we flip it to defense. Listen, you've had a lot of success with guys like Khalil Mack and Bradley Chubb and and Von Miller and obviously Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. When you look at this defense and you have foundational pieces on each level, Joey Bosa, a guy like Kenneth Murray, who had 16 starts last year in his rookie season, and obviously Darwin James, a first team all pro his rookie season, uh, what was your first reaction when you're like, man, I get to coach three of these guys on each level of my defense? Well, you're very fortunate. You know, you, you uh, I think those guys that you mentioned, uh, you got to have difference makers in this league in order to have a chance to be the last one standing. Um, and, you know, certainly Joey Bosha is one of the elite defensive players in the league, uh, one of the most outstanding rushers in the league. Uh, I think Derwin James um, – you know, I think everyone with the Chargers knows how special he is. And, and I'll tell you what, everyone in the NFL does, too. The, the, the real players in this league know how unique he is and what he brings to the table. And I think we can unlock a lot of the gifts that he has. Uh, I'm so excited to work with him. And then Kenneth Murray, he's just at the beginning. But this guy's, a, guy's got a chance to be a real difference maker at linebacker. This guy can run. He can cover. He can rush. He's got a chance to be a complete player. Um, but the thing about it is, Chris, when you have pieces like that, um, one of the unique challenges that you have is bringing those pieces together. And I think that's the beauty of building a team is how do you take these special players that you've mentioned and how do you put them together and how do you get them believing in each other and what you're doing and and how you do it. And, and I think that's what we're so excited about as a coaching staff is partnering up with all these guys and uh, establishing our way of playing. First guy you signed on defense and free agency uh, was a charger from 2017 on an undrafted free agent worked his way up into the starting lineup, Michael Davis. Uh, why was it such an important signing to bring Mike back? And, and what does he bring in terms of what you want to do defensively? Yeah, we've had a really good track record with secondary players um, going back to Chicago, Denver, and then last year. Um, and I think that what this guy is, is he's still at the beginning of his pro football career, but what he has is he's got rare NFL stuff outside got rear size, speed. I mean, this guy is a legitimate 4-3 guy, so he can run with anybody in level three. And um, we just feel like he's still at the beginning from a technique standpoint, from really understanding the game. Um, But, you know, when you get a player that has those type of tools, that has his type of makeup, you know, he's got an awesome story about where he started and where he is. Um, And so we just feel like he's a a piece that we really can grow with and and hopefully bring out the best in his game. Uh, But he is a He's a unique player for the position, um, and the good good news is is he can get a lot better too. So we're excited. So many young guys, Coach. I, I you know we talk about Mike Davis and Derwin and Joey's young, Kenneth Murray. Mm-hmm. Uh, a guy I don't think we've talked to you about is is Drew Tranquil. And when he yeah. went down last year, that was a big blow for both defense and special teams. Uh, 
when you see Drew, the type of player he was becoming, what he did from a special teams perspective, his rookie year, and, and what he can do at the linebacker position, how fired are you? How fired up, rather, are you for Drew? Yeah, when you meet this guy, when I met him for the first time, this guy's got real presence. He's got real presence. Uh, you feel it. Um, this guy's a ball guy. Uh, it means a lot to him. It's important to him. He's a quick study. He's really sharp. Uh, and I think that, um, you know, he's just poised to, to have a really good season for us. Um, you know, certainly coming off the injury, uh, getting him healthy is the, the most important thing. But this guy can process. He can see. Um, you know, he's a converted safety. So this guy can really run. So you have really good second level speed with him and Kenneth behind the ball. Um, a Kaiser White. Um, but, you know, Drew, I think the one thing I like about him at linebacker is he's an outstanding communicator. Um, he's got instincts and and he can get to the plays that you need to get to in this league. There's a lot of tough players that you got to tackle, that you got to cover. Um, and he has that chance to be that complete linebacker that's also a commander. Um, and so we're really looking forward to working with him. There's some other young guys, too. You know, Yuchenna Nwosu, Jerry Tillery, Nazir Adderley. And then you bring in a guy like Kyler Fackrell in, in free agency, who, who's most recently played with the Giants, had 10 and a half sacks with the Packers. What can you tell us about Kyler and what he'll bring to the D? Yeah, I was in the division with him. 2018, this guy had 10 and a half sacks. I, I feel like this guy always had a good game versus us. Um, at least it seemed that way. Um, but he can he, he's a complete player. He can rush, um, set the edge in the run front, and then he's athletic enough to give you some value and coverage. And, and he's an outstanding special teams player. He's a four core special teams player. And, and again, coming from a winning team um, like uh, the Packers. And then last year, the team he was with the giants, you know, they played really good defense there last year. And, you know, he had four and a half sacks. So he's a versatile player. He's got really good makeup. Again, a culture guy, a guy that we really want to build with a pro. Um, and I think that uh, he's going to have a chance to come in and compete and, you know, kind of working backwards in that same position. You know, Chenna Nwosu is a guy that I'm really looking forward to. When I first came to the NFL, I evaluated him. That was the draft, you know, that my first year in the NFL. Uh, was a big fan of his game, and and I think that uh, our defense fits him. It's a really good fit for him. Um, I know that he's a really hard worker, um, that he's been working really hard at his game, and I think that he's excited to kind of showcase what he can do. Um, and so we're, we're looking forward to working with him because he's got a lot of good things for an edge player um, that you want to work with. And then you know, when you talked about Nas at safety, I know that, I, you know, one of our coaches, Derek Ansley, kind of coached him in the senior bowl, um, was a fan of his coming out of Delaware. Uh, he's athletic, he's smooth. Um, he's got position flex. So we're, we're looking forward to working with him, you know, and, and I think that um, Jerry Tillery um, inside, this guy has proven that he's a versatile guy. He can play outside, he can play inside. He's that chess piece that we've kind of featured in our defense, you know, being able to guys that have this position flexibility to get him in ideal positions, matchup guys. And I think Jerry is that for us. And and I'll tell you what, this guy's got a great look in his eye. When he came to met, meet me, we had an awesome visit. And um, he's he's about a lot of the right things. Coach, we're about to get to some fan questions. One more for you, though, before we do that. Uh, nine selections currently in the 2021 NFL draft. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen from a position standpoint, but what type of players are you guys looking for in terms of character and just overall a, a charger in 2021? Yeah, it's a great question. One of the most important things you can do is the onboarding process of, of bringing people into your organization and do they fit what you're trying to bring to the table. And, and I think that a lot of people talk about, you know, what their parameters are position specific and stuff like that. But, you know, we want to build our team with championship caliber players, um, guys that um, are going to be in here and, and, and be a professional uh, that are going to, um, really honor wearing a Chargers logo and being a part of the NFL that are going to really treat that like a privilege. 
because um, it, it, it matters a lot to me. And I want guys that it means a lot to to be a part of our team and to be a part of the NFL because it's such a special privilege that you have to earn each and every day. Um, but I think the other thing that we want to be able to, to bring to the table um, is guys that are used to competition. Um, guys that are competitors. Um, that's what you want to bring into your building because ultimately if you bring competitors in, no matter what level they played at, no matter what their position is, um, if they're a competitor, what they'll do is they're going to get better. And football yeah. is a game where you need to improve. And if you bring in a bunch of competitors, um, then you're going to give yourself a chance to be successful. All right, coach, we got some fan questions. Let's fire up the first one, Pete. What is the team's greatest immediate need and in your initial focus? This is from Bradley. Yeah, Bradley, I think our initial focus is on becoming a team and is setting our standards of performance each and every day. Um, I think that before that you get into the football, before you get into all that, you got to have, you know, a way of doing things. Um, and I think that creating a team um, is, is a, such a, uh, an important um, part of, of, of anything and you have to take it really seriously. And so we're just going to try and establish our standards of performance with the chargers um, and if you talk about like, hey, what's our greatest immediate need? I just want to get in front of these players. That's the, what I want to do. That's what I need the most is to be able to get in front of our guys and start that process because um, they don't call you coach without players. So, you yeah. know, I want our players to get here um, so that we can start our way of doing things. It's a good question, Bradley. All right. What do we got next? This is from Carlos. With your defensive background, coach, what kind of defense do you want to run moving forward? Yeah, Carlos, we want to be a defense that features our players. Uh, we want to uniquely shape it to our personnel. I think that's been a hallmark of where we played. Um, I think that, you know, where I was in Chicago to Denver, uh, to the Rams, even going back to when I was at John Carroll, uh, James Madison, Hutchinson Community College, we played different at all those places. Um, and and we're, we're not a system-driven team. We're a, a personnel-driven team um, featuring our guys and what they do well. Um, and at the end of the day, you want to be matchup-driven, matchup creating your matchups versus the offense, and then, being able to um, attack uh, an, an offense and take away what they do well. And so we're going to try and be game plan specific and really make sure that each and every week we have a plan um, that gives us the best chance to win. Shout out to James Madison, coach. That's my alma mater, undergrad. Harrisonburg, Virginia. <laughs> I'm a Duke. <laughs> All right, this is for Brent. What's the best advice you can give me for coaching, mentoring my young football kids? That's a great question, Brent. Yeah, an awesome question, Brent, and an important question. I think that there's a, a phrase that I love is, you know, be everything that you want your kids to be. You know, be everything you want your kids to be. You, you're, you're setting an example. You want your kids to be excited about playing football. And, and the way that you do that is um, create an excitement about making it a fun game um, and then creating a safe space for them to make mistakes. Because when you learn something for the first time in a game that involves so much like football, um, there are going to be mistakes. There's going to be, you know, shortcomings, disappointment, and making sure that they understand that that's just part of it, and 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 that we keep it moving, and and that the most important thing is having fun and getting better. And I think that so much about football is starting with the small things, smarting with starting with the fundamentals. Um, and when you start that way, then what kids can do is they can start to see results. And once they start seeing results then they're even having more fun and then they, they gain that confidence that's so important. And so I think so much of today is people start way too fast and you need to start in a really good speed so that they gain confidence. And um, there's nothing more important than mentoring our young people. Great question. It's a great question. Coach, I can't thank you enough for your time. I, 
I'll end on this with you. Uh, just a message to the Chargers fans watching this. They're about to select their seats for this upcoming season. We got some awesome matchups against the NFC East and the AFC North and obviously the divisional matchups. But just a, a message to Chargers fans as they get ready to, to pick their seats for the fall. Yeah, it, it's an exciting place to play. I think all of you guys that are in SoFi Stadium for the first time, it will be something that you always remember. It will be something that you always remember. And uh, so I think there's a lot to look forward to that way from a fan experience. Um, but hopefully what makes you most excited is what you're, what we're building here as a team, you know, with the Spanos family, um, Tom Telesco, um, Ed McGuire, our leadership group, and then our coaching staff, um, that we're, we're going to do this the right way. And we're going to do this with a lot of purpose. Um, we're going to represent our fans um, the right way, and we're going to give our fans um, something to be excited about. And we've got a lot of really good players. Um, we've got a lot of really good coaches. There's a lot of great people within this organization. But the most important thing is coming together. And, and that's the, what we got to spend the most time on right now. And, and a big part of coming together is also our fans joining up with us to truly create something special where the Chargers become the face of the NFL. And you do that together. And we're so excited um, to get that process started and um, looking forward to uh, meeting all of you soon in person. In person. Awesome. Coach, I uh, can't thank you enough for your time. I, I wish September was tomorrow. I wish we could get, get rolling week one tomorrow. I know it. Justin, before this, Justin Herbert and Easton Stick, they were just in my office. We were talking ball. I wish all you guys could have been there because, you know, you'd be even more excited about the fall because, um, it's been awesome for me to meet these guys one-on-one, -on -one, you know, guys coming through for workouts and getting to, you know, all these new free agents. Um, that's when you know um, that it's real is, is, is you're around the people that make this so special. And I know I can say this is that we're going to uh, have a team that, that everybody can be really proud of. Awesome. We're building something special here in LA and you're a big part of it, coach. Can't thank you enough for your time. Thanks, Chris. And that's going to do it for us. A big thanks to head coach Brandon Staley. And of course, thanks to you all for listening. Be sure to download and subscribe to the Chargers Podcast Network wherever you listen to podcasts. And again, if you're interested in season tickets for as little as $50 per game, go to chargers.com slash tickets slash season dash tickets. Have a great weekend. And until next time, I'm Chris Hayreed.